0: Welcome to Acuro Out Loud, the home of the podcast for the charity Acuro Care Services, supporting people with a disability in West Essex. Welcome to this episode of Acuro Out Loud. I'm Sue Fishpool, Fundraising Manager at Acuro, and I'm delighted to be joined by John O'Shea, Chairman and Senior Tax Partner as Hasler's accountants who offer a complete financial service and are based in Loughton, but operate throughout Essex and North London. So welcome to Acuro Out Loud, John. Lovely to see you.
1: Uh, thank you. It's a delight to be here.
0: So um, we will be really talking today about family tax planning and the wonderful Hasler's Foundation. But I wanted to start and I can't ignore it. I just have to say congratulations on your 351 mile London Marathon Challenge this year in October. And that was for the National Autistic Society. I'm just blown away by that, John. So can you tell us a little bit about your challenge, how it was developed and what you did?
1: Yeah, I've been doing quite a number of running challenges over the years since 2006. I think it was the first marathon that I did. And I've been fundraising actually for lots of different charities over that period of time. I actually started fundraising originally for the Meningitis Association because I had that when I was younger. So that was a natural thing for me to get involved in but it sort of progresses as you do it after a while you have to change things up a bit I think to to appeal to your audience again so I've, I've covered a number of charities over the years um and probably the most significant challenge that it was in January 2015 uh when I did uh, seven marathons in seven days on each of the seven continents um wow. and it was it was, yeah, it was I mean it was one of the best weeks of my life obviously and it, it's um, I got to see the world literally in, in, in seven days um, and, and run a marathon in all those places, in, including Antarctica. So it's when, when you do something like that, you then, you know, to, to turn up and say, well, I'm, I'm running a marathon again. Um, you have to keep pushing the boundaries to, you know, to make it interesting to people. So, so after that, I um, actually ran London Marathon, probably one of my worst ideas in, in 2018, uh, barefoot oh my goodness Um, while while dressed as a zombie um (laughs) which all made sense to me at at the time it turned out to be one of the the really hot days uh and it was significantly more difficult than i expected if i'm honest running barefoot um but that's the sort of crazy thing so then then you thought okay well i've done that i've done that what what can i do next and this challenge i've always had it in my mind uh to to do this at at some point and the, the challenge was simply to do increasing amount of miles each day so I started 25 days before the London Marathon and on day one I ran one mile, on day two I ran two miles, day three three miles and um, that soon adds up and actually you you end up running 351 miles in the 26 days and the day 26 was the London Marathon itself. Um, You know over the last couple of years from, from personal point of view I was diagnosed autistic back in November 2019 obviously I always have been but it's, it's been a relatively new thing to me so I, I wanted to do something for the National Autistic Society um and, and this is a challenge I came up with and like most of the challenges I do I, I think about it for about five minutes and I'll tell everyone I'm, I'm gonna do it and then then I'm committed
0: which um, sometimes it, is the best way isn't it because yeah, then you can't you, you can't you can't back, back out, out of it point,
1: yeah um yeah, it was it was very difficult. The last week in particular was was extremely tough because it's not just the the, the running, which is obviously ex- difficult, but fitting it into life yeah, yeah. Um, while trying to continue um you know running a business at the same time. I was, you know, the last week I was up at four a.m. most days, um, out pounding the streets before before I came into work. So yeah, it was It was pretty tough, but the the day itself was fantastic. Yeah. Um, You know, it's the first time in a couple of years that that I've been out to an organised event. Uh, and you know the crowds were perhaps not quite as as normal but were pretty good on the day yeah you know, it's just yeah. nice to get back to some sort of normality
0: absolutely uh, and I, I mean I've I have run a couple of marathons in my time and I think one of the things is actually the body recovery and so yes. for me reading or listening to you talking about doing 351 miles in a 26 day period with an accumulation of miles and not being yeah. able to give your body the opportunity to recover in between. I mean, it takes me six months to get over a long yeah. run like that. And you, Can you say like that? Six hours. Now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was. Extraordinary. Yeah, extraordinary.
0: yeah. Extraordinary. Um, and, and have you, ha- I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Have you recovered?
1: Um, yeah, I would say so. And I, I, I run every day anyway. I've, I do this thing called a run streak, which I've done a couple of times now, but I'm currently on, I think it's around about day 560. So I literally haven't missed a day running in that period of time. But I've, I've only done short runs yeah. since. Yeah. Uh, the, day, the day after all of that, I was very glad not to, to go and, <laughs> and run 20-odd miles again. Uh, well, but I... I did do a little couple of miles to stretch the legs out the next day sort of thing. But, uh, you yeah, know, I've, I've had a good break since.
0: Well, I am in awe. I really am. I salute you. you. I think that's just a tremendous achievement. And just to put some figures to this, um, I just had a look on your Just Giving page and you have raised £7,910 for that one challenge. So uh, anyone listening to the podcast, we will be putting the link into the bio. Um, So please do, if you would like to support John in his endeavours to, well, it'd be great if you could get over 8K for that, but also for your accumulated fundraising. We were just saying that, You've reached £92,000 so far over all the fundraising that you've done since 2006. Was it you were saying? Yeah, 2006 was the
1: first one. Yeah.
0: Okay. So if you can reach 100,000, that would be amazing. And if anyone would like to be able to help you reach that goal, please do go in and support John because it will add to that total. So hats off to you. (laughs) Thank you. Well done indeed. So, um, We will be putting those links in the bio, so please do take a look at that. But going back to what we're actually going to be talking about today, which will be around the family tax planning um, and also discussing the Hazlers Foundation. But firstly, I note that the strapline in the Hazlers logo does say Mm. intentionally different. Can you give us an idea of, of what that actually means?
1: Yeah, it's it's um, it's a catchy title. We think it's, it's one that people look at and do a double take. And I, we we picked that phrase because different on purpose sounded a bit rubbish. Um, you know, the reality is it, it's about the ethos that that runs throughout the firm. We are an accountancy practice, obviously, but we we like to think we're a bit more than that. We're a little bit different to to, to other firms. It's not all about the numbers and the results. What, what we actually start with when we meet new people is. We want to discuss what their goals are, what their, you know, what their life goals are, what their family goals are, what, what they want to achieve in life, what's, what's good enough for them. Because it's different for different people. Um, and unless you actually understand what motivates uh, your clients and, and the people sitting in front of you, you can't really give them best advice. And a lot of people try and give this sort of generic advice. These are the right things to do. But the reality is two, two different people with similar finances could have completely different goals and, and ethos and, and family situations. So we like to think that that's, that's the, the angle that we're looking from. We're looking not from, from the business or the numbers point of view. But we're starting with the people. Yeah, and We're asking them what, what it is they want to achieve. And then we'll work back from that and fit that around, um, you know, what, whatever their situation is in, in business or, or finance or whatever
0: so it's about understanding and building a relationship with the client exactly yeah. yeah you know and
1: we you know i've been at the firm amazingly nearly 32 years actually i joined back in 1990 we've got clients in the practice that have been here 10 years longer than me so you know it's it and, and these are you know it's almost third generation in in some cases where you know the clients have stayed with us because of that sort of approach and you know that hats off goes, uh, you know, to our, to our founders and previous partners in that respect. So it's it's well, about
0: looking after individuals, isn't yeah, it? And trying absolutely. to make sure and that as their circumstances change, you're going with them on that journey through their life, which yeah.
1: is, it, yeah. It's it, it sort of bred through, throughout the firm. The firm was actually, you know, founded in 1951 by a chap called Harry Hasler. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting once upon a time many years ago um so we're we're celebrating 70 years today and ever since i've been here that that sort of ethos has has, has been there you know we we want to set ourselves apart we're not just you know being counters or you know, number crunchers we're, yeah. we're very much more than that we're people people
0: Excellent. So um, one of the things that we shared actually recently um, was a guest blog that you'd, you'd had a blog put up on the website yeah. and that we thought would be very interesting to some of our um, supporters and people that follow us. And it was about t- family tax planning. So and that is obviously very important. But can you tell us a little bit about why family tax planning is so important and why people should pay attention to it?
1: Yeah, I think, so. you know, historically, you know the tax rates in in this country vary according to whoever the government of the day is. But we've we've been in a period of time now, really since the sort of two thousand eight financial crisis, where tax rates have been historically quite high in terms of income levels. Um, and the last couple of years, obviously with the pandemic, it's you know the, the finances of the country are, are certainly stretched more so than normal. We can't see. You know any significant downward trend in tax yeah. rates coming up for for a while, and I think everyone understands that. In fact, we have you know a new tax coming in next year, which um, you know is, is for social care, which is understandable. But um, it's it's a difficult environment, and it's uh, our legislation is incredibly complex. Um, and for you know even you know astute businessmen to, to sort of try and understand the the, the tax code that. We, we have is, is very difficult and that's that's obviously where we come in you know there are within the legislation perfectly legitimate ways in which you can plan within you know your family or your business and there are various tax reliefs which you're you know everyone is entitled to claim but people don't necessarily know about them yeah. uh, and if you're not maximizing your own position or minimizing your your tax then the reality is you're paying a little bit more than perhaps other people you know in in similar similar circumstances so it is about protecting your own position and protecting wealth for for, for your family or you know you know I, I think the pandemic has changed the way people think yeah the last couple of years you know it, it, in particular more people are thinking about you know, the the work-life balance and and retirement and what they're going to do and the next generation and whether their affairs have been properly constructed. So we are seeing naturally, I think, more people starting to look at this area Anyway. Yeah,
0: I, I think yeah. definitely from our point of view, people have been looking very much at protection for their families. I, th- yeah. I think that that is definitely something that has come out of the pandemic, isn't it? Because there's this kind of layer of you just don't know what's going to happen That is yeah. in a global thing. And um, I think people are really interested in finding out how they can do yeah.
1: that. One, um, one of the things I always say to clients, you know, clients who come in and talk about estate planning on inheritance tax, Quite typically, they, they might have two, two adult children or something, and I always ask them sort of a, a little bit cheekily, which, which one's their favourite child? And uh, <laughs> They always look at me as if, say, oh, I don't have a favourite sort of thing. I said, so, oh, I guarantee you, your favourite child is actually the, you know, the chance to the exchequer, because uh, at the moment he's, he's getting 40%, and your, your children are getting 30% each, you know. Right. And that's it's just that sort of mindset. If, if you do nothing, if you just let it be because you don't want to think about it, Um, then the circumstances are that you know quite a big chunk can go off to the exchequer when perhaps it doesn't need to so that's you know it's there as a a pointer to people just to take a step back and say you know okay I don't necessarily need to worry about it today but I want to have an idea am I properly structured and that that's why I think I think it's important just to look and review mm. uh, on a regular basis
0: and on that note actually we were talking about a financial health check that people could yeah. um, contact hazlers and, and actually have one of those done um, and how would that work john
1: So yeah we, we're quite happy to offer a, a free tax health check to to anyone who wants to make a donation to a kuro um, you know it, 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 that's something we're, we're happy to do and commit that time uh, if if we even picked up a client from that sort of thing as well, which of course is possible, then we would make a further donation also uh, to, to the business. So anyone who was interested in that, absolutely no obligation, and we'll, we'll give them, you know, a quick overview of what what they might need to be thinking about. Um, they can contact us at Hazlers. Um, we can do that a number of ways through our email address, advice at hazlers.com. Um, or indeed, there's a chat function on our website. If you just log onto our website, haslers.com, uh, a little chat box will pop up and you can arrange a meeting that way as well. Uh, and we'll be delighted to help people that way and hopefully Akira gets something out of that as well
0: Brilliant, so we can pop those details about how people can contact Hazlers again in the bio for the podcast here Um, and actually if anybody would like to make a donation to Akira after having a financial health check, what we can do is just ask for that donation to be placed through our website which is akira.org.uk and in the comments just add Hazlers podcast and we'll put that all there in the bio Um, and hopefully we'll be able to help some people, make some Decisions out there, it would be fantastic yeah, to be, be able to do about. that. Yeah, um, now we actually Acura, Akira has this year been a beneficiary of the Hazlis mm. Foundation. Um, we were very happy to receive um 700 pounds, which we put towards some equipment for our Lowton Youth Group, which is a youth group that are a group of young people aged between um 11 and 19. And as a group, they have a real love of gaming and had nothing to game on Um, and now they do have a uh, fantastic Nintendo Switch and they actually are running tournaments and what has happened is the amount of friendship and joy that has come out of that has been really quite profound and obviously we can use that equipment in other groups as well but this particular group it was incredibly suitable for them and it's really made them bond and what we are trying to do at Akuro is to increase inclusion and increase friendship and therefore increase confidence and independence and it's been such a great journey to watch it's been one wonderful so can you tell me about the aims of the Hazler Foundation how long it's been running how it was set up
1: yeah it's, it's I'm, I'm just smiling as you said back to you know that's what what it's all about yeah the, the foundation itself I mean it, as I say I've been at the firm 30 odd years so throughout that period of time we've you know even from from the early days I was here we've always got involved in um, sort of smaller local charities and organizations and, and helped out where we can and that Again, yeah, that's part of the ethos of the firm is we, we, don't, we don't want to just take from the local community, we want to give something back as well um, so that's always been there but we probably around the sort of mid mid 2000s we started thinking about how we were going to formalise it uh, and take it on to the next level um, so sort of so towards I think it was like 2007, 2008 we formed the Hasler's Foundation to, to give it a, a proper title um, and it, you know it's not it's not just a name, you know. We form committee uh, in the office, and we, you know, we have invited staff onto that, so that there's involvement throughout the firm, not just at partner level, but all the way down uh, through through all of the staff in in that respect. And a sort of progressed from that, and we, we registered it formally as a charity a couple of years after that. Uh, and it's it's a significant part of of what we do. You know, we we have fundraising events all of the time, you know, up until the last couple of years, we've had annual quiz nights and yeah, you know, I've, I've done the odd running thing and the other people have done, you know, crazy challenges and jumped out of planes and all sorts. So um, all of that fundraising is, is one side of it, but seeing how it's spent mm. um, is, is what actually gives people the, you know, the motivation, I think. And, you know, we're, we're pretty close now. We're, we're coming up to the two hundred thousand mark in, in terms of grants of, that we've made through the foundation. I think we're wow. sitting on about 192 at the moment. So we're getting quite excited that we're getting close to <laughs> to quite a big number in hopefully in the next couple of months. And you know that's an accumulation of years of hard work of you know lots and lots of individuals. But I, what motivates people is seeing exactly exactly the comments that, that you've just made. Yeah. We we took a view, we didn't want not because there's anything wrong with them, but we didn't want to Make donations to large national charities. We wanted to find local organizations, you know, smaller that, you know, where a relatively modest amount can actually make a significant difference. You know, and we, you know, we've had donations as low as 50 pounds in, in some cases, up to a couple of thousand, probably on, on on some larger charities. But you know, it knowing that it goes to something specific. Mm. is is easier than to motivate i think on on the fundraising and when we hear these stories it just makes us smile all the yeah. time i remember one particular um story from a chat we we did um um a, a grant to the motability uh i can't remember they're called foundation or, or charity or whatever but they they obviously provide motability scooters to to people that need them and we we had gone half in with the actual charity itself and this chap got his hit. and then he he wrote us this letter of his first day you know where he hadn't been out of his house properly for five or six years yeah he wrote us this entire thing exactly everything they did when uh-huh. he went out to the shops and all the rest of it and in fact his wife had to track him down at the end of the day <laughs> because he didn't want to go back home and it is those are the sort yeah. of things yeah. and, and what you said about you know the the game and equipment here hear that that motivate us and, and make us smile and you know keep keep pushing us on to, to, to do the next thing because it's, there's so many good local causes.
0: I think it's, um, it's that thing, isn't it, of actually going into the community that you're working in yep. and being able to give support to, well, there's mm. so many worthy causes, yes. isn't there? Um, but being mm. able to actually target certain things that you know is going to make the difference. And and that's the thing, I think, about making a difference. If you mm. know that it's made a difference, as you say, that motivation is, is terrific. Mm. And do you um, get involved with any of the b- beneficiaries in terms of visiting any of the charities and sort of going yeah, to see I mean, that kind of difference
1: we, we do and, and you know where, where we can do that it's, it's not mm. always appropriate but where we can we we do like to to, to go and see what, what's happening how how the setup is and yeah you know sometimes we get to see you know the equipment that we put in place and see it sort of firsthand and yeah. you know others we get involved in some volunteering work um you know we we give our our staff a volunteer day every year and and often there's charities that you know require that sort of help where where we can do that but also you know other other you know admin function accountancy functions that you know we've we've helped people actually register their organizations into charities um we you know have gone out you know with 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 a couple of people when they've you know done homeless visits and all that sort of thing so it's it, it, it does sort of ground you, I think, when you you go into these environments and you you see how many people out there are struggling in in some way. Um, and I think that that's a necessary grounding for people from time to time.
0: And it's uh, interesting it, what you were saying about the gentleman who had the um, mobility scooter. One of the big oh. things that we work with um, with the people that we work with disabilities is about social isolation um, yeah. and. I think that's been really exacerbated by the pandemic. Um, and that there are groups that, of people that are finding it very difficult to go back out there and um, because they feel so vulnerable. So, you know, things that yeah. can get people together in a group where they feel safe and in an environment where there is that kind of, um, you know, ability to be who you are because you feel comfortable is really, really important because it can become normal, can't it, to be introverted? Um, yes. And that isn't good for us. It's not good for our sort of mental health or well-being or anything. So, yeah, no, it's been, we've been absolutely blown away what been able to do with the Loughton Youth Group and, and thank you so much for that. Oh, you're welcome. Much, much appreciated. So that's fantastic. Um, and knowing that you make a real life, uh, a re- real difference to the lives of people mm. that are local to you with a disability, um, do you ever find an opportunity to be able to articulate that at all? Um, obviously, you go into the press and, and use things on socials. Um, but how do yeah. you sort of talk about that difference that you make? Because that is a big thing, isn't it, as well?
1: it it is yeah i mean we we obviously we we do share these stories in Mm. in the local press and on our social media uh because we want to want to see you know people to see what can be done what can be achieved with relatively modest means in in the grand scheme of things you know we're not a big national charity or anything like that um you know and on average we're probably making grants of i don't know between 15 and and twenty thousand a year at the moment but we pick and choose very carefully those that we can help and those that unfortunately we can't, um, because exactly what you're saying, we want to make an immediate impact, um, and I, I think that's what keeps keeps everyone involved in in the foundation motivated. That you know that we are making a difference. You know we yeah. we see that, um, and we're delighted that we can help a large number of people in in what is in, in the grand scheme of things a relatively modest way, but seems to have uh, at times a pretty significant impact so
0: so you do your own fundraising at the foundation as well yeah. so i mean this is something else that we can put into the bio but how can people find out more about the donation any donations they might like to make to the foundation if they want we, to get we involved have,
1: um, we have a page on our website um which is dedicated to the foundation so if you go onto dot com and, and click on the the foundation page it gives a hit, quite quite a history of what what we've done, who we've helped in in the past, um, and perhaps also importantly, because there could be organisations out there that, that that we can help. There's a, a grant form on there um, for people who, who might want to make an application. If they've got you know a group or charity in mind that they they think needs some help, then we'd be delighted to receive those those applications uh, as well. But there, there's always some sort of fundraising thing going on. Um, um, sometimes they're they're very small. You know, we've got a has uh, Hazards Bake Off coming up here uh, in, in December, uh, which involves cake, which is always popular in the office, obviously. Um, so at, at the small end, and then we're starting to think about organising our annual Quiz Night again for for hopefully in in the spring next year, if, if things continue to progress, you know, the way they have yeah. the last few weeks in terms of uh, the pandemic. So I mean, hopefully we get back to that. That's normally quite a big big night. We'll have you know up up to 150 people perform. That quiz night's taken very seriously indeed by, by some, some teams.
0: That I come bet along. it is. Uh, there are some serious quizzes so yeah, out there, I, aren't there? There'll <laughs> be an
1: opportunity there, I would think, um in spring to, to get involved as well, I should think.
0: Perfect. That's brilliant. Um, And also I just wanted to, for anyone who's interested in actually in the Acura groups are local to Loughton. We've got a couple, Mm -hmm. we've got a new service actually Um, but just talking about the Loughton Youth Group which is the group that Hasler's Foundation did make a contribution to. We meet on a Tuesday and that's in the Youth Building in Borders Lane in Loughton. Um, That's a youth group available for young people aged 11 to 19 and we meet from 6 to 8pm. But we also have a new service and And we've identified that in uh, adult groups, because an adult is anyone who is aged from 18 to end of life, it's not... Really, the place for people who are coming in at the age of 18 to 25 to want to mix maybe with people who are in their 50s or 60s. They want to do different activities um, and do different things. So, we have identified the need for a younger adult um, social group, and that has been created and also is based at the youth building in Borders Lane in Loughton. But that's a group that gets out and about in the community. So that's Thursday, 6.30 till 9. If anyone is interested in those two groups, do have a look at the information it is on our website at acuro.org.uk. So John, thank you so much for your time. Really interesting to hear more about both Flamini Planning and about the foundation, but also about your challenges, which again, brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Thank you oh, so yeah. much.
1: You're um, welcome. Thank you.
0: And. and all the best anyone who wants to get any details do go in the bio find out more about hazlers and about acuro and see you soon john take care
1: thank you thank you Bye.
0: thank you for listening to Akuro out loud for more information about Akuro, visit our website akuro.org.uk or visit our facebook and instagram feeds